Demons Discuss Take 7, the one with the happy holidays. Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We are your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I am Valerie, and with me is Jean and Angela. Hi, Jean and Angela. Hi, Val. Hi, everyone. Hi, listeners. All right. So today we are going to talk about holidays. This is going to be kind of a year-long reflection, maybe, looking into the future. Well, a reflection on our past, looking into the future. We have an outline, kind of, but we're going to follow it loosely, so bear with us. <laughs> There's no wine involved, so it will not be the TV It won't episode. be a mess, yeah. It won't be the TV episode at all. We've all got our drinks. So, Jean, what are you drinking today? Water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> With ice sitting. <laughs> I'm drinking Pellegrino, and Angela, what are you drinking? Kale smoothie. Yay. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you what do you put in it to make it not taste so kale-y? Well, I love the taste of kale, but all you need to do is put in any fruit and it doesn't taste like kale. Like I have bananas and grapes. That's it. You can put strawberries in, but you, that's all you taste. You don't taste any kale. It is very ugly looking though. It's green. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, the holidays. Okay, so here's what we're going to try to cover and stick on topic on this episode. So we're going to talk about holidays as they relate to All Souls Trilogy, Demon Resolutions, plans for 2017, and we're going to flow right into our emails that we receive from discussers, well, now all now all discussers, but listeners as well. Um, but we, we got a really great tweet that I want to uh, have Angela read for us. It is from Claire on Twitter. And I have to say that Claire's been with us for quite a while through all of our iterations. And now she's with us as well. And the demons discuss. So she tweeted us and said, just listen to all the podcasts while I made dinner and cleaned up. Love it. Makes me want to hang out with you all. And to that, I say, please hang out with us. And that's an open invitation to everybody. That's why we made this thing so we can talk to everybody and get feedback. We live on the feedback. We feed on the feedback. It fills our gas tank. So let's start with All Souls Trilogy and the holidays. Yeah. December is really busy in Shadow of Night. Philippe likes to party. I mean, it's as simple as that. And for that, I love Philippe. That one more reason to love Philippe. He loves a good party. He's a great host. Oh, terrific host. Terrific host. Who can? Who else could put together a three-day wedding on a week and a half notice? Philippe. It's so genuine, though, too. I mean, he cares about the villagers. He wants to take care of them. He cares about his staff. I mean, his staff, granted, are his staff. But at this time of year, he shows his appreciation. And he also shows his respect for all of the different um, beliefs within the castle. I mean, they have the Saturnalia celebration, which is pretty much pagan. Yule, which is Germanic and pagan. Yeah. And they also celebrate good old Christmas, although according to Philippe, they're, that's the least fun party because the priest <laughs> in the village is making them follow all these rules during Advent and kind of putting a crimp in everybody's style with the fit, you know, the all fish and austerity thing. But, you know, he finds a way around it because he is that good of a host. And he blew up the clock, which was hilarious. Oh, and, and the whole Lord of Misrule thing was pretty funny too with yeah. uh, 
the young boy, and I can't remember his name as I sit here right now. Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. Thomas, yeah. But the neat thing about Saturnalia, it's a week. It's uh, everybody gets to party, not just not just the freeborn, but the slaves. Um, another neat thing about Saturnalia is they're the it's the originator of the white elephant. Really? Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, the cheaper the gift, the higher in esteem you hold your friend. It's inversely proportional. Well, you know, because it's a topsy-turvy, role reversal kind of celebration. So it kind of makes sense. Well, yeah. Hmm. So... And and the interesting thing about it is, is it starts on the 17th and runs through winter solstice, which is approximately our Christmas Eve. Well, it makes those, it all very interesting. Those Romans knew how to party. Surprisingly enough, <laughs> considering how austere they could be about other things. That's true. And then uh, the Yule was Yule was a Germanic festival, and that that the interesting thing about that is that was tied into the Wild Hunt. So you've, you've got some mystical things going on there. Yeah, I was reading about that when I uh, was doing the show notes for uh, the witches episode. I was like, oh, yeah, very interesting, the traditions and the traditions that were absorbed by our general holiday season. Yes. Um, Yeah. Fuel log, the tree. um, They didn't absorb so much the wild hunt itself, which is another kind of interesting thing we can get into another time. But um, well, it is the darkest time of the year, so you need to find a reason to stay joyous. And then, it, like I said, Chris, Christmas seemed to be the most austere of the celebrations. Yeah. What with all the uh, dietary prohibitions during Advent and austerity in general. I mean, I'm Roman Catholic, but I, I connected with when Baldwin told Matthew in the Book of Life, and this has nothing to do with holidays, but just about his how he was describing Matthew's religion in general. And he said it's very transactional. And I don't think that changes at all, even through their celebrations. Yeah, it's it, it's very regimented as well. Yes. But it, the, the neat thing was I thought the wedding. I mean, we started off all this this December with the wedding and it was rather clever of Deb to have them get married on the Feast of Immaculate Conception. Yes. <laughs> no I coincidence there. I love that little enough. shot. Yeah. The, the fact you've got a couple that supposedly cannot conceive together getting married on the day that a virgin woman conceived and ushered in a whole new era just like they're about to do she's a sneaky one that deb how wow jean i didn't even know that the calendar solved that it it solved that for me i never realized it was actually on december 7th and then i looked at the calendar and i'm like wait a minute it's also my grandmother's birthday which is why i kind of knew it all sort of congealed together i just have to clarify though the immaculate conception is mary being born without the original sin oh you're right i'm sorry but still yes no absolutely it's still kind of the whole there's definitely correlations. Yeah. Yeah. I did misspeak. That's, yeah. And it does have to do with conception nonetheless. Exactly. Thank you. Like I said, Vatican II. <laughs> <laughs> Bygones. Time for the pagan girl to learn. Um, Thanks, you guys. <laughs> thank well, you, Angela. The nuns I'm getting, you. It's not that. It's my re-education I'm getting from my own children. We're trying to help my kids study for their religion tests. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Catechism actually has religion. They have yeah. tests. Yes. We made crafts. Yeah, you know, we made crafts. In Sunday school, that's what we did. We made crafts and we had uh, coloring books with Jesus a lot. Yes, yes. Especially for our first communion, it had a gold cover on it and there was like, yeah, mostly it was coloring scenes from the Bible. Oh, geez. No, Harlow just had a luminous mysteries test. Oh, my. I'd fail that. (laughs) 
that's kind of deep. Yeah. For a kid. Oh my yep. God. It's no joke. Could she All explain right. transfiguration? I'm sure she could because that was in one of her recent chapters. Oh Lord. Yeah. No joke. Back to the, the not coincidence of America conception and the day or the, the night that Matthew and Diana celebrate and do a little joining of their own. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, that, and then they were finally they were finally actually made it under d- joined together under every set of rules finally yes right funny i didn't see them as truly made it until he finally took her blood hmm. like in retrospect right. I'm, like, well, I'm just saying as yeah. far as as far as the law was concerned vampire and otherwise yeah the leap was making sure they were covered that way mm-hmm. although you could argue that they had already shared blood at the end of Oh, this is true. When uh, Diana saved Matthew. Mm -hmm. So not sure if that necessarily counts, but throw that out there and confuse matters further. There's no rules. (laughs) I know. There's no rules. It's all about the miss rule. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, all right. So they covered it in Shadow of Night, but we also covered it a little bit in um, the Book of Life. And the tradition I liked from that was Phoebe suggesting that the the homemade gifts yeah the hand-me-downs that was kind of cool the mystery gift (laughs) the highly personal mystery gift yeah i think (laughs) well we took that for our last holiday giveaway from 2015 we did yeah Mm -hmm. so that was that was pretty cool and diana got a toaster Mm-hmm. I mean, I think got gray hair. Gray hair. And uh, there was a, someone got a pen. Diana did. <laughs> 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 and uh, she got Ricasa. That's true. And the twins got some little ponies. Yes. Because grandma's going to indulge them for sure. Yeah. They're, they're definitely going to be spoiled. They didn't really go into tradition in the Book of Life as far as... No. I'm trying to remember. Did they have a Christmas... They did have a Christmas tree for the kids. I remember that. Yes. They had a Christmas tree. They had a, kind of a very traditional, yeah, traditional a Christmas. Moder- a modern traditional Christmas. Yes. Where Diana was cooking. Mm-hmm. And family dropped by. And yeah. And the babies got presents and everybody yeah. oohed and they moved kind on from there. Thing. Yep, and it's it was very Catholic. It was a Catholic Christmas. I mean, there were no nods to Philippe's heritage. There were no pagan celebrations. It was a very family Christmas. And Matthew went to church. Mm -hmm. I like Philippe's celebrations a lot. I mean, maybe because it's such a departure from what I know. But I like Mm -hmm. his storytelling. He becomes a bard. Um, he wears the animal head on his own head. Just he's such a just a merrymaker. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing was is there was in the way Philippe celebrated. You could see see the bits and pieces of different things that come through the way we celebrate and where where they originated from. It was almost like a demonstration of how we got to where we are. Mm-hmm. And they even uh, Deb even kind of implied he was played sort of a Santa Claus too, mm-hmm. where he would go from house to house. And this was in the Book of Life. He'd go. Matthew was telling Diana the story. He would go from house to house and ask everybody what their wish was. And Matthew, I think, wanted a sword. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but yeah, I think he wanted a sword, and he got one the next day. Yeah, and was it, didn't didn't they play in with the whole the the all the boys in the village love to follow around Hugh and Godfrey and Baldwin, and they yes. all wanted to be knights just like them. Yes. So Matthew got his wooden sword. Yes, and started practicing. So what would 
did you what would you think Hamish's Christmas would look like? I think he would have a dinner with his contemporaries. Hmm, okay. Hamish always struck me as somebody who who likes uh, conversation and company. He's yeah. He strikes me as as the Christmas for the misfit toys in town. Yes. Yeah, I feel I feel like he would have everybody over for dinner. Yeah, make sure everybody has some place to be. Yes, and you know, whiskey and cigars later, and maybe exactly. drunken, maybe drunken songs. You know. Yes. I'm sure there's a piano somewhere in that folly. Yeah. And then Marcus, it is implied that he's very much like Philippe in his merrymaking. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if he and Phoebe had their own little Christmas. After they showed up at the family, they just spent it themselves. <sighs> Wasn't that kind of implied when I Phoebe, think it was. Phoebe giggles yes. about a present. I didn't get it, but okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're, I'm sure we were meant to have our imagination run wild. Yeah, and so. depending on who you are, they yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> How wild it would be. How wild it would be, yeah. So I'm sure in your head it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. That's a secret. No one can hear. It's just us. It's just us. That's between us. That's just us. No one can hear. Um... Do we have anything else from them, from the All Souls trilogy, as far as the holidays, how they celebrate it? Uh, I, well, this particular time of year, anyway. Yeah, this particular time of year. I'm, I'm curious about a lot of the other holidays, but we'll, since we're focused on the Christmas season, I think. Until Deb gives us some more hints. Uh, although the, the Tudor Christmas was fun. Don't forget they celebrated Christmas twice. They got to celebrate again with uh, Henry and George and... Yeah, big yes. cast of characters. That's right. And everybody stopped by and went caroling. And, mm-hmm. ah. See, more. there's more traditions that we get to see the origin of. Yeah. What'd they give out? I remember them giving something out uh, to the carolers. Didn't Francois make uh, cookies or cakes of some sort? Probably cake. Yeah, so it was some sort of cake. And I remember Henry brought them a goose and complained about his mother. That's right. That's right. His mother was a termagant, I believe was the word. Yes, that is the word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I actually had to look it up. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I was like, Termogen, what the hell is that? Oh, It wasn't a good thing. <laughs> no. A uh, little bit of a grouch. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved hearing about all the food way back when. I mean, that kind of mm-hmm. goes with the, one of our giveaway prizes that we had, the uh, medieval cookbook and history lesson. Mm-hmm. But I loved hearing about all the food in Shadow of Night, the candied everything, the candied fennel, the candied oranges, the candied candy. The origin of fruitcake. Yes. <laughs> future Angela should ask future winner how they plan to use it. Maybe like take a picture of a recipe they made. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be kind of cool because uh, that contest is going on right now as we're recording. But by the time it goes up, this episode goes up, it would have been in the past. That's why I'm saying future Angela. should ask the future winner to post whatever however they use it yeah i will i will it's a really interesting cookbook too so it's not just for giveaways if anyone is interested it's called the time and place um time t-h-y-m-e play of course on the word time um and that's by time machine cuisine but it's a really cool history lesson and matching recipe and i would love to see a picture oh yes and i'll put a link in the show notes so Everybody can, you know, it's on Amazon, right? Yes. It is. Yep. Yeah. Future Val, we'll put a link in the show notes. So are we ready to talk about our plans for 2017? As uh, our our demon resolutions? Oh, yeah. Oh, I skipped. Yeah. Demon resolutions. I know. I hate resolutions, too. I shouldn't have opened my mouth. Well, <laughs> since you did, you can start. 
I guess my resolution for for 2017 is to be the change, be nicer, put more good energy out, just try to make the world a little bit better place. I like that. I'm the same way. I mean, I want to have positive change and I'd like to be kinder and just, I think with that, I... Patience is what I should really work on because with that, I think a lot of other things can will fall into place. So more patience, um, but just seeing the world in a more positive way. More empathetic way. Yes. I think. I need to practice empathy. Conscious empathy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a lot of, lot of, enough hurt out there. And I think understanding is the first step to healing hurt. Val? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I I think mine would have to be getting more involved with my immediate community because I do tend to be, um, I, I like introverted. I am, I mean, I'm honestly introverted. Unless you're a good friend of mine, you won't know I'm very inside of myself. So I need to reach out further to people I know, maybe neighbors and, Form connections with them because I feel like maybe that's why uh, our particular country and it's happening worldwide, why we're so divided because people have impressions of others, but they don't actually know the others they have impressions of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you know somebody, you tend to think better of them. And I don't, I really, I'm an optimist in the way where I think people have good intentions and mm-hmm. the ones that, the ones that don't show themselves. Right. Exactly. So I feel like I need to be more involved in the community and I have things to offer. And I know I used to uh, teach computer skills to um, older people. Uh, now, this is so ironic because I can't get my mom to even work her iPhone right. But, you know. I was going to say, are you talking about, are you talking about me? <laughs> are you talking about me? <laughs> no, you guys are covered. You're good. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of covered until I go Apple. (laughs) Okay, then, well, me and Angela will be there for you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I probably need to look at a community center and teach the skills that I have and spread it along to different people. And, and yeah, I, I feel like if, I mean, I was thinking, well, maybe a community garden, but I kill things. So <laughs> I, I maybe, no maybe that's, maybe that's somebody out, someone else's outreach into the community is to teach you how not to kill plants. Yeah. <laughs> I have three plants in my house and they are cactuses. Well, succulent. And those don't die because you can go weeks without watering them. Occasionally, I'll be like, oh, maybe I should give these guys some water. It's amazing anybody made it out alive in my house. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that's my resolution. I I think everybody should uh, kind of think inward, especially after after everything we've been through this year, Mm -hmm. and think how you can give. Well, that was easy, I guess. Easier than I thought. Yeah. The hard the hard part's going to be doing it. So I'm going to try to do it. Well, we put it out in the universe, so now we're committed. Now, yeah, that's true. It, but, but it's listeners, just us three. Listeners, you guys keep uh, keep our feet to the fire. <laughs> it's just us three. No one can hear. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. All right. Um. So our plans for 2017. What we're what we'd like to do in 2017. Have a reason to go to Comic Con. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hopefully Thank Deb you. will hear that. Yeah, that's true. I am waiting. I am waiting to hit hit buy on my airline ticket. Let's go. Let's do this. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can take care of that and be in Comic 
Comic-Con and be eyes and ears for everybody over there. Well, I don't know if people realize that we live in three different locations and they're thousands of miles apart for, and Comic-Con would be our annual beat-up because we really don't see each other in yes. the flesh. So No, which is weird to think about because we talk to each other morning, noon, and la- night. We've had a four-year conversation going for so far. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Our messenger. And no one actually says goodnight or goodbye. No, it just pick up where we left off yesterday. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think I talk to you guys more than I talk to my mother. <laughs> I know I talk to you guys more than I talk to my mother. And sometimes it's debatable. Sometimes I talk to my spouse. Less than I talk right. to <laughs> Good point there. So true. But yeah, I mean, what else do we have to look for, forward to 2017? Hopefully our t- the TV show gets off the ground. Yeah. We've got oh the serpent uh, serpent's mirror maybe yeah. the insider's guide yeah maybe yeah. a con maybe a con Ooh. maybe an all false twice con in, twice in one year my beating heart that would be great that would be great I mean um I think Laura had said that there's nothing well there was nothing in the works for this year because of course Deb was busy writing and there was so many things going on mm-hmm. but I think it's more likely to happen in 2017 because Deb's going to have to do a book tour and it, it'll be part of a stop I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. oh, I can't wait oh, I mean yes. it'll be th- it'll be three years since a book tour I you, know, you almost got addictive because the books were written so quickly Oh, yeah. I mean, with gosh, how many times have we seen Deb? I know I've seen her at least four. I think I've seen her actually twice, once with you and once with the three of you or with the uh, two of you. So the three of us. Yeah, the con. Uh, well, there was a con. And then when you and I went to Seattle and you guys saw her in, in Texas. Yeah, Daniel and I right? saw her in Austin. And then um, I saw her with you in Seattle. And then I saw her in, here in Dallas the time she decided to come to Dallas when we met up with some grade A for C people and shout yeah, out to Tommy right. McMillan. Right. Shout out Tommy. Hopefully she's listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to see Deb again. It's time. It's time. Every time she sees us, it's just like, I'm sure. I have a feeling in my head. She's like, oh, no, these three. No, I don't think so. (laughs) She was too amused when you won the game. Oh, God. That was funny. But to the listeners, if you get a chance to see Deb, it's well worth it. She gives a great uh, talk about the book with no spoilers. She never gives anything away. She's the most gracious person in the signing. She takes her time. Um, but one of her tips, I think, in the past is that ask your bookstore. If you want her to come, you have to ask your bookstore. She only goes to the places that ask her. So it's not just a given that she's going to be in your neck in of your the city. woods. city, yeah. And, right. and if it's if it's doable, travel to see her. And if you have an indie bookstore, even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a big supporter of the indie bookstores, the brick-and-mortar ones. Um, yep. Powell's and uh, gosh, where were we at in Seattle, Dale? I can't remember what it was called. I can't remember the. There's one in downtown Seattle. So when I first heard of that, was it Places? Oh. I thought you were at Powell's. No, Powell's is in Portland. Oh, I was yeah, at Barnes and Noble, so that wasn't anything thrilling. Right. Um, we were at, and we were at Book People in Austin, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. That's third place books. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one, like when I heard she was going to third place books, I only knew of the one downtown and that's just a little tiny corner of a building. I was like, there is no way she's going to be able to fit an audience in there. But when I saw her, it actually is, it's about uh, 15 miles outside of downtown Seattle. Yeah. It's, it almost looked being. like it, it almost looked like it was a Borders or a Barnes and Noble at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a big place. It was a big store. We mm-hmm. met uh, Ginger. 
from um, the All Souls podcast there. And Stephanie Wang and and Pam yeah. Oldenburg. Oh, Florence Oldenburg. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so shout out Ginger, shout out Stephanie, and R.I.P. Pam. Yeah, because she is no longer with us. Um, but that that was a great gathering. Um, that was fun. That was fun. I I got to be your designated driver that time. Yeah, and that was fun. What wasn't fun was the traffic jam, but oh, yeah. <laughs> God, we almost didn't make it. Yeah, man, we left like an hour ahead ahead of time, an hour and a half ahead of time. But yeah, uh, Seattle, Seattle traffic, even on a Sunday, who knew? Yeah, but I think the funnest part of that weekend was we were Deb, we were Twitter stalking each other. Oh yeah, that's true. We were down in Pike Place, and it's like Deb's Deb's tweets almost were following in our footsteps in some respects, and we both kind of had the same idea but we never really crossed paths yeah that's true we like visited all the same places but we were like an hour removed from each other yeah which was kind of funny so that was funny um yeah that was the day before when we uh when Devin was dragging us around town yes which was yeah a ton of fun which is fun hopefully we'll do some more of that next year yes and we would um, encourage everybody who listens to try and do the same because it's just a great experience Maybe uh, we might, if a television show kicks off, we may cover it. Um, I know I do plan to do recaps on the blog, but um, I'm not sure how that's going to work with the podcast. We can discuss episodes on here. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. We may find we may find a way to do running commentary if we're lucky. Yeah. Well, look at you scheming, demon. How hey. am I going to work that out? <laughs> we'll figure it out. We can figure it out. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll figure out the logistics of that. Thanks. <laughs> it might be easier than you think. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to pull that off. Okay, we'll know. do it. Well, at least, at least Angela and I are in the same time zone. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Problem. Pretty much if we come up, if the demons come up with an idea, it's pretty much let it be said, let it be done. Yeah, we will, we will yeah. figure out a way to execute it. Trust us. It'll happen. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any concrete plans. I mean... Thanks to our listeners, we do have some plans for some episodes. Yeah. Wow, we have our homework for, for us. Homework for us. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's something in your email box. You guys start how you want to start. Jean, you want to start? Sure, I will start. Mine's from Alyssa. I'd like to know more on the origin of all the species in the series. It was so briefly touched upon in the Book of Life, but it's so interesting to me. I'd like to know more. Who were the first witches? How did vampires come into existence? Were they created by witches or did they come into being by other means? Why are demons so deeply connected to vampires and witches in the sense that is there a reason why demon blood causes blood rage in weavers? All excellent questions. And I think we've probably talked about them all late in the, late at night. Yeah. Yeah. But that's such a big question. I mean, collectively, that's like, oh, my God. It's like saying, what's the meaning of life? What? Right. <laughs> so we'll have to get our thoughts together, but we're definitely planning an episode. And yeah, who's that from? Alyssa. That was from Alyssa. Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. Go ahead, Angela, with yours. My email's from Michelle. And she said, I, I know you already stated that you're considering looking into Myers-Briggs types of all the characters, and I'm so looking forward to that. So she had emailed us um, with a specific Myers-Briggs personality type, who she thought Philippe would be, and we might take that a couple steps further um, and see what, what, we, what we can make of it. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, we took our own personality test. I've taken it before, but we can kind of reveal what we are. 
So, Jean, what are you? Oh, you're going to make me try and remember now off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know I'm turbulent. There's a shock. I'm the same as Philippe. You're the same as Philippe. Well, after, to the audience, what we wound up doing was we, as a control measure, we took a test. She's she suggested what she thought Philippe was. And then we took a test based on what we thought he was, based on his actions in the book. And I can tell you, I'm the protagonist, ENFJ-T. ENFJ-T. Yes, I'm a diplomat. Imagine that. I think this test is broken. <laughs> <laughs> a, tur- a turbulent dipl- diplomat. <laughs> yes, figure that out. Yeah. And I think we came up with ENFJ for Philippe, mm-hmm. the protagonist. But I, yeah, that's, yeah. And you were the same, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. And the role is to be diplomatic. All right. Protagonists are natural born leaders full of passion and charisma forming around 2% of the population. They're oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, our teachers, reaching out and inspiring others to achieve and do good in the world with a natural confidence that begets influence. Protagonists take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together and improve themselves in their community. So that was our interpretation of Philippe. Yeah, I think it's spot on. And that was a good assessment by, uh, by Michelle as well. Yeah. And Angela, what are you? I am the executive. Kind of, I don't know, I feel like sound the game show loser horn, but that's, that's what I am. <laughs> Well, you matched one of the, uh, let me just say this. You matched one of the characters we took a test for, and that'll be in another episode. Hmm. And I think you would be pleasantly surprised on who you met. Hmm. Can't see me, but I'm tapping my fingers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just the executive. And I will read the description and you can figure out who that is. Okay. Okay, so ESTJs are representative of tradition and order, utilizing their understanding of what is right, wrong, and socially acceptable to bring families and communities together. Embracing values of honesty, dedication, and dignity, people with the ESTJ personality type are valued for their clear advice and guidance. Hmm. Hmm. They happily lead the way on difficult paths, taking pride in bringing people together. ESTJs often take on the roles as a community organizer, working hard to bring everyone together in celebration of cherished local events, or in defense of the traditional values that hold families and communities together. It's, so that is you. Yeah, Angela, the volunteer addict. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. PTA queen. For our listeners, I I had an intervention, a demon intervention to stop volunteering so much. So I pulled back this year and uh, re- refocusing my energy. Right. But I, that is me to a T. I am definitely the executive. I don't know why I'm so hard on myself about it, but that it is what it is and that is who I am. So I own it. Right. It just sounds boring. That's all. It's not. It's not. When you, when you hear the, who the character is, you'd be like, yeah, that's right. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a future episode in 2017. So I want to thank Michelle um, for uh, bringing us that. Uh, Miss Vale, you're not going to get away without revealing what you are. Oh right? God. Oh God. I am an ISTP-A, so I am what's considered the virtuoso, and I'll read what I am. ISTPs love to explore with the hands and eyes touching and examining the world around them with cool rationalism and spirited curiosity. People with this personality type are natural makers, moving from project to project, building the useful and superfluous for the fun of it, and learning from their environment as they go, often mechanics, engineers, graphic designers, 
web designers, ISTPs, <laughs> find no greater joy than getting their hands dirty, pulling things apart, and putting them back together. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> putting them back together just a little bit better than they were before. I had never read that description. I just took the test and I was like, yeah, I'm ISTP. This is the first time I'm reading that description. So it's like someone followed you around and no. wrote what you were doing. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say it's accurate. It's a dash A, meaning I'm very assertive mm -hmm. with my virtuosity. So <laughs> yes. Um, I guess then I guess I have to own up to being the diplomat. Yeah, you are yeah. a turbulent one, but okay. Oh, a deep feeling <laughs> one. A deep, a deep feeling one, you are yes. definitely. I think I think that's where the that's where the turbulence versus assertiveness comes in. Right. Okay. So again, thank you, Michelle. Shout out, Michelle, for bringing that interesting uh, subject to our table, and we will explore it more on a different episode coming in 2017. So mm -hmm. keep an eye out. Yes. And let us know which, which uh, characters you'd like to have the Myers-Briggs assessment done for. Yeah, that would be kind of cool, huh? I mean, we... Is there anybody I you're curious about, listeners? Yeah, we did... Um, don't don't tell them who we did, because then... No, I'm not going to... No, we're, we did one vampire, one demon, and one witch. That's as far as I'm going with that. Yes. That's what we did. Okay, so I have a couple of emails, but they were so short. But with these short emails, the subjects were so vast that they're going to require episode um, and research and research like Lisa. Hi, Lisa. And shout out Lisa. She's like a longtime uh, supporter of us. How about the topic of alchemy? Period. How about it? How, about it? <laughs> I mean, how are we going to do that? Well, I guess we already started the channel and find out. Yep. Yeah. It'll be a surprise yeah. to us too. Yeah. We already have some links bookmarked. We have a book. We're going to do some homework over the holidays, Lisa, and we're going to try to tackle this the best we can without sounding like absolute idiots. So this is an intimidating topic, really, because I feel like there's a whole study mm -hmm. that you can do. I think when we say alchemy, that the episode is about alchemy, listeners are going to expect one thing and be pleasantly surprised that it's something else, because I think that's how we're going to approach it, of taking an interesting aspect and parsing it and making it our own, demonizing it. Exactly. Yeah. In a good sense. In a good sense. And um, like I was telling you guys on the subject of alchemy, and the Briars make per... Uh, Briars... Myers Briggs. My, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> Myers Briggs personality test. Um. They're related. It's all Jungian um, psychology. Thank you, yes. Carl Jung. Yeah, um, they're related, and it's going to be interesting to say how. We might have to back-to-back -to -back those episodes so people don't get lost when we go from one to the other. Good idea. Excellent idea. Uh, and I um, thought, thought you said we have one more email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one's from Laura. Another short inquiry, but the answer is so vast that I can't even wrap my head around. Who do you think created the Book of Life? And thank you, Laura, for making our head spin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's going to be... Maybe that'll be a discusser question. Yeah, <laughs> turn it, turn the tables. <laughs> turn it back on you guys. Who do you think created the Book of Life? Yeah, let's make it next month's discusser question. Yeah, and then we can craft an episode around it if y'all give us your answers and we'll see what we can come up with all together. Yeah, I like that. Good. Um... And that was it for the emails. And I, yeah, I don't have anything else. Do you have, a, here's a question. Do you guys have any hmm. dream topics you want to talk about in 2017? Um, maybe I can, maybe I can dabble in what you guys do all the time. The speculation. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I want to hear you guys speculate. 
<laughs> maybe we can speculate a little bit and I'll join in. Most of the time I sit back and watch you do it. But yeah, maybe maybe we can do an episode with our speculations. Yeah, maybe we fun. can just maybe we can discuss what we thought might happen in the book of life while we were waiting. Yeah. There you go. That's always a fun the, discussion. The one with the flight of fancy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. Me too. Yeah. I hope we can do an episode on Isabel. That'd be a great episode. There's a lot there. I mean, and a lot I'd love to discuss just because I don't have the mom background that you guys do. Because there's a lot of aspects of her character that are deeply rooted in the fact that she's a mother, despite the fact she denies having given birth to children. Right. Which is an interesting dichotomy. Every mother read Isabeau and could see themselves in Isabeau, I feel like. Speculation, Isabeau, and anything for you, Angela? No, it's more along the speculation line. You know, I would like to picture who else belongs in the de Claremont family. Philippe's daughters, what they're like. I mean, and we did get a hint from Deb, though, that Freya came up. So maybe we'll learn more about her in the future. Maybe, yeah, maybe about Philippe daughters a little more. They seem fascinating. Did we lose Jean? Uh, yeah, I, I agree oh. with all of the above. Well, it looks like we have our plates full for 2017. This is true. I think so. And that's not even to include all the stuff that may come up, stuff that we weren't even planning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And God knows what's going to happen when Spir- uh, Serpent's Mirror drops. Right. And then the television show. I wonder how that's going. We haven't had an update from Deb in a while. Yeah, I don't know. Well, when we do get an update, we will be sure to pass it along. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap it up, ladies and listeners. You can listen and subscribe to this podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. Um, Leave comments in the show notes. We have a comment form in there. And there you can sign up to be a discusser. You can visit us at demonsdiscuss.com. Takes you straight to the podcast page. And there is also a short form in there. Put your name and email address in there. And then you become a discusser. You'll get our heads up emails. And you too can... uh, Send us your inputs and tell us what you want to hear or tell us uh, or answer our prompts or questions. Um, contact us on social media. We're Demons Domain and Demons Discuss. And Angela is really good about it. She she talks to all of you out there on Twitter and Facebook. It's going to be either me, Jean, or sometimes Angela. Mm-hmm. If you want to email us directly, it's demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. And of course, please visit us at our home base at www.demonsdomain.com because that's where you can find everything we're doing as far as our blog posts, as far as our giveaways, or as our podcast. Um, our podcast page actually lives under that domain. Just the, dom- the demonsdiscuss.com gets redirected to our podcast page. And that is all we have for this year. This is our end of year episode. Any last thoughts, ladies? Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year's demons. I have to ditto that. Looking forward to closing out 2016, putting it behind and a fruitful, successful, happy 2017. And be good to each other. That's all I have to say. Cheers. Bye. See you in 2017. Demon kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me laugh every time. All right. Bye, listeners. Mm -hmm.